0: Here on the Priority queue, we're soaring over the campus, buoyed aloft by 2.4 and 5 gigahertz radio waves, carrying us to... What's that I see? Ah, yes! The land of Aruba Network's wireless certifications. So here's the deal. At the Atmosphere 2016 conference, I saw a presentation of all the Aruba Network's wireless certs, and there are a bunch of them. And now that Aruba Network's is part of Hewlett Packard Enterprise, those certs become part of the wider HPE certification ecosystem. And so here to chat with us about the Aruba Network certification ladder is Kimberly Graves. Kimberly, please introduce yourself to the Packet Pushers audience.
1: Hi, Ethan. This is Kimberly Graves. I'm a senior course and exam developer with Aruba Networks, which is now part of the Hewlett Packard Enterprise Company. Um, My team at Aruba is responsible for creating all the technical certification content in all the Aruba exams. And we maintain those certification exams from the intro level all the way up through expert level certification. So basically what I do is I write the questions, deliver exams, proctor and grade all the expert level exams to basically certify our wireless LAN professionals in the Aruba technology.
0: Now, historically, uh, I mean, you haven't been a trainer all your life. You were a, a consultant and, you know, other things in the wireless space, right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. I've worked for several different wireless LAN vendors in the past, uh, including companies like Intel and Symbol Technologies. And my focus has always been kind of in the security space of wireless LAN. I did a lot of security audits, security penetration testing, uh, those types of things, but always with kind of a a tilt towards the wireless uh, space.
0: So WEP is bad, right? Wep is very bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Kimberly. So now these days you're working for Aruba Network. So let's talk of some questions about why I would want to certify on, on Aruba gear specifically. Now, I'm going to come at this as a guy who's done a lot of, historically back in the day, Novell certs, and then I did a lot of Microsoft certs, and then uh, Cisco certs, tons of Cisco certs as well, and some miscellaneous stuff in there. And one of the things I always appreciated in the various programs I was in is that you got, sure, there was a ton of vendor-focused Stuff, but you also got a lot of fundamentals. Uh, if I go through some of the Aruba programs, am I going to get wireless fundamentals along the way?
1: Well, Ethan, you know the CNE, the Novell CNE, was actually the first certification that I ever did, kind of back in the day. And, yeah. and again, I moved all the way through Microsoft certifications, and then obviously into the networking and wireless world. So I absolutely agree with you. You know, we have to have that foundation to build upon when we get into vendor-specific wireless technology. So what Aruba has is a self-paced e-learning course. Um, it's available on our website. You just need to go into our learning management system and register. Again, it's a free course. It's called Wireless Land Fundamentals. And you can watch that at your own speed at your own pace, it's a video, and learn all about the basics of wireless LAN to kind of get you prepared for then moving on to the Aruba certifications. This wireless LAN fundamentals course is also taught by an instructor at all of our atmosphere conferences. In fact, at most of the atmosphere conferences, I'm the one who's uh, teaching this course. So, you know, it gives us that background level we need um, to understand all about wireless LAN concepts before moving into the Aruba certification.
0: Makes sense. And I I didn't expect anything less. So yeah, I figured. Another question here, if I'm someone who's considering uh, going down the Aruba certification road, are there a lot of Aruba wireless uh, installations out there that need certified people?
1: Yes, I would absolutely uh, say that there are. Aruba is uh, the, one of the leading wireless LAN vendors right now in the enterprise space, and the Aruba system is very scalable, but of course, by nature, very complex. So you really need to have some hands-on experience. You know, be a real a skilled expert to install and maintain the Aruba system. So you know, I'm I'm a big uh, advocate of certification, and I really feel like that is the best measure of a wireless LAN professional and their skill level. So I, you know, I definitely think that certification is the way to go to learn about the Aruba technology.
0: So let's say I go down and I, I, uh, the road of the Aruba certs, I I pick up some, uh, pass my exams, pick up some certs. Does this knowledge help me on non-Aruba wireless networks?
1: Well, the information you'll gain in the Wireless LAN Fundamentals course is certainly generic across all vendors, but the instructor-led courses that we offer, those are all very focused on Aruba technologies. We, you know, we just we have so much to teach you in those courses that we really need to focus on the Aruba products, technologies, and match those up with the Aruba certifications. So it, it's very Aruba focused.
0: Which makes sense, and all the different wireless systems I've seen, they all seem to be pretty, once you get past that fundamentals part, uh, antenna theory and radio wave theory and uh, you know, signal attenuation and all of those things you get into when you start going through the basics, beyond that, the way, it, 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 the solutions seem to very rapidly get differentiated, just how they're doing things and how signal manipulation is done and how the system is managed and it very quickly gets into you know, unique Things so I'm I guess I'm not surprised that that's uh, that's what you're saying. So let's talk about Aruba Cert tracks specifically. Then, for example, a lot of the people that listen to the show are going to be familiar with Cisco. They know there's a CCENT and then a CCNA, NP, IE, etc. Levels. Is there a ladder like that uh, in the Aruba Networks world?
1: Yes, absolutely. We start with an associate level, which is our low level of certification, and then move up to a professional level, and then finally up to the expert level. And within each of those levels, we also have tracks. So our kind of our core track would be our Aruba OS, um, the AOS track, which is a mobility track. So we have a, a Aruba certified mobility associate level Professional, mobility professional level, and then mobility expert. And then we also do the same type of track with the ClearPass certification. So ClearPass is probably our most popular and growing cert right now, uh, focused on the NAC environment and guest access and all the things we need to do to bring mobile devices onto our network securely.
0: Right. Onboarding devices you've never seen before, profiling them, figuring out what sort of access that they should have based on that profiling. And and, and ClearPass is in that world roughly analogous to Cisco's ICE product, uh, I think, these days. Roughly.
1: That's correct, yes. You know, the whole goal here of our expert-level certifications, we have, again, a mobility expert, a ClearPass expert, and a a design expert. The whole goal of that is to make that on par with a Cisco CCIE. When we first developed this several years ago, we actually had a a person that was leading our uh, education team that was a CCIE. And... That's exactly what she said. She said, I want to make this as difficult and as challenging as a CCIE and as recognized in the industry. And we are really moving towards that goal with our expert level exams.
0: So I I want to come back to that in a minute, uh, because that, as a CCIE myself, that is very interesting. But uh, starting at the bottom, the associate level, how many exams do I have to get through for that rating?
1: So depending on each of the tracks, it's usually just one certification exam, and it's taken at a Pearson VUE testing center, multiple choice, you know, computer-based exam for the associate level, and that's for all of our different tracks. Whether oh, be- good. I
0: haven't seen a really old PC in a while. I can go over <laughs> to my Pearson VUE testing center and... Uh- See, see what the past it, was like.
1: <laughs> in, indeed, indeed. Yes. So, um, the, but those associate level, you know, they're, they're done through Pearson View because it's a simple, easy way to reach a lot of people. There's Pearson View testing centers all around Everywhere. the world.
0: Everywhere. Yep. Yep. So, associate is typically uh, typically one exam. And then, what about professional level?
1: So, the same thing for the professional level. So, for example, in our mobility track, again, the most popular track fo- focused on the uh, Aruba OS, the associate level focuses on a single controller. Environment. So just getting through the configuration of how you set up a wireless LAN, you know, how you define the channels that would be in use, you know, all the basics of a wireless LAN, maybe some basic security. And then the professional level would be a multi-controller environment. So dealing with master and local controllers, um, dealing with redundancy, um, basically making your network larger and more scalable.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, it sounds like you're scaling out. You've got some ratio of access points to controllers. You've got some hierarchical management and policy distribution and and managing all those things.
1: That's correct. And that's the idea of the professional level is to get you kind of to a a more experienced, larger network that you might have.
0: And sounds like it's going to cover you for 90% plus of the Aruba installations that are out there in the world, too.
1: That's correct. That's correct. And and again, someone who's going to be maybe maintaining and managing a system that maybe was already installed by an Aruba engineer, or they want to install a smaller system, um, that's kind of your professional level.
0: Okay, so the expert level. So, okay, you say to me, we wanted to make the expert level you know, like a CCIE. I'm thinking, okay, there's some sort of a rigorous qualification exam, something that uh, qualifies you so that you can take... Uh, a lab exam, and then the lab exam is going to be a fairly arduous affair where you've got too much work to do and too little time. And so you've got to know everything cold to just even have the time to get through it, let alone get it all right.
1: (laughs) Ethan, it sounds like you've taken one of our expert exams. (laughs) That's exactly right. So I actually had a, uh, a candidate who took the exam tell me, you're asking me to do three weeks of work that I would have an entire team to do, and you want me to do it in one eight-hour session by myself. <laughs> yep. We pretty much said, okay. yep, that's exactly what we want. So, yeah, the uh, there are three expert-level exams currently. The Mobility Expert, which deals with just the Aruba OS. The Design Expert, which is more of a pre-installation, how you set everything up, how you uh, would build a bomb, how you'd build a, a Visio diagram, all of that. And then the- Build
0: a bomb. We mean build of materials here. There's no terrorist activities going. <laughs> (laughs) on whatsoever. Correct.
1: And then a uh, a clear pass expert level exam, which is also all hands-on configuration. And these three expert level exams are taken always in person. So you must actually go to a testing location. And We offer them around the world. There's, There's five locations that they're offered around the world. And then we also offer them at all atmosphere conferences, which again, a huge plug for going to the atmosphere conferences because the expert level exams are offered for free. At the atmosphere conferences. Oh, so boy. <laughs> that. If you can get in and get registered early to get the expert level exams, they're all free at atmosphere conferences. So, oh, that's so
0: pretty in demand then?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. They fill up almost right away and we have a long waiting list. So that exam, as I was saying, is in person and it's, you have eight hours and it's all you know proctored and there will be challenges, we'll put it that way, within the exam that you have to locate and uh, diagnose. And then you have to configure a bunch of Aruba equipment in that time period. It spans you know all the different features, right? From remote AP to mesh to just the core campus APs, all of that.
0: And you guys break stuff in there, too. Boy, it is like the CCIU lab. Yep.
1: It is. It is.
0: Okay. Now, what are the prerequisites for each of these levels, associate, professional, and expert?
1: So our recommendation is for you to take the Aruba uh, training courses. So the there is a course called the IAW, which is just implementing Aruba wireless LANs, And that would be for our associate level for the mobility track. The scalable wireless LAN design implementation is for the professional level in the mobility. And then we have an advanced troubleshooting course, which we highly recommend. It's not required, but it, it would be Virtually impossible to pass our expert level exams without taking that advanced troubleshooting. And obviously, lots of experience, hands-on experience for the expert levels.
0: But as far as, I mean, those are recommended. You know, if I think I'm just a hotshot and I'm amazing at uh, Aruba Wireless stuff, do you require that I've taken the class before I can attempt the exam?
1: We do not. We do not require you take the class now to sign up for an expert level exam. You must have passed the professional level exam.
0: Okay. And for professional, do I have to have been an associate?
1: No, you do not. You okay. can just take the professional level exam.
0: Okay. All right. So you mentioned three tracks. You said design, uh, mobility, and ClearPass. So ClearPass we've established is the you know the network admission tool, if you will, profiling and so on. So mobility would be then just general wireless.
1: Yeah, the mobility track is a kind of our core track that deals with the Aruba OS. So how you configure a controller, how you configure the AP to talk to the controller and to take on attributes um, that you want for your wireless LAN, things like the SSID, the security, the channels that we're going to be using and the frequency ranges. So it's it's everything to do with configuring the controller and the AP.
0: Got it. Okay. And then design, I'm assuming, is more business oriented, perhaps, where someone you're presenting them with a particular challenge and then saying, okay, design a solution to meet these needs?
1: That's correct. That's correct. So we give a scenario, pretty complex scenario, uh, you know, multi-location with some certain requirements that a customer is going to need. And then you need to design out a network. So you basically have to say how many controllers, how many APs, what other servers like ClearPass, like Airwave you might need for that installation. And as I mentioned, a bomb so a bill of materials that documents everything you're going to need for the installation, uh, network diagrams, a visual RF plan, which we have a tool uh, to create, all of those things that would uh, be then used to actually do the installation. So it's a way of kind of architecting a large campus and remote network.
0: Mm, the Zion gets me all excited. Okay. Now, you said the ClearPass track is the one that's seeing the most growth right now?
1: ACCX, which is our expert level ClearPass exam, was just released at the beginning of this year, and we're just seeing huge demand for that. The ClearPass server is a kind of a complex product, and it takes a lot of architecting and knowledge to do the configuration to make it work in with our controllers. So we're just seeing a lot of growth there because it's a new certification for us. So again, we offer that you know at usually once a quarter at each of these different locations around the world, and then obviously at our three atmosphere conferences each year.
0: So we talked about why certify at Aruba Gear. We've talked about certification levels and the different tracks. Now let's talk about training and maybe get into the testing process a little more and, and costs. Uh, A lot of folks that are here like to do uh, self-study, and maybe they're interested in adding Aruba to their resume, and they're not working on an Aruba uh, network presently. Can you get certified realistically without hands-on?
1: Well, obviously, I mean, we would recommend that you would use hands-on as your core method to study for these exams. You know, the Aruba certifications are very configuration focused. So it's not just theoretical, it's really how you would configure the products to do certain things. So you absolutely have to know those configuration commands, both at the um, command line interface and at the web interface. So you really have to have hands-on. You can take a training course to get that hands-on. You can purchase your own Aruba equipment and kind of work through it on your own. There is also a lot of free resources out there. As I mentioned, there are some e-learning courses on the Aruba website. There are some training videos that uh, we record regularly to show you how you do certain configuration. There is the Aruba community, which is the Airheads community that has lots of free information in the forums. You know, providing you links to a lot of documentation.
0: Well, yes, you mentioned uh, the Airheads community, which uh, my first Atmosphere was this year in 2016, and I was surprised at just how enthusiastic and engaged the attendees were. Because conferences, a lot of times, you go to the conference and it's kind of yeah, kind of a whole hum. Vibe going on, uh, just depending on what the conference, is, what the topic is. But the Airheads people seem really enthusiastic about Aruba, which says a lot for the product. I think
1: absolutely. Our, um, you know, our Airheads community is wonderful. It's a great uh, resource for people again who are trying to learn more about the Aruba certifications. Find out more information about Aruba products. You can ask questions there on the forums and get lots of good feedback. You know, I myself monitor the forums quite often, the training forum, and answer questions there. And again, you know, the Airheads Atmosphere Conferences is the best way to meet those people face-to-face and and, and learn uh, all about the Aruba system.
0: Now, you'd also mentioned that I could purchase Aruba gear to get uh, hands-on. So, if I'm, you know, a home user, I'm on a limited budget. Is there some some kindness Aruba will do for me so that I can get that at a more affordable rate, or am I am I going to have to pay what I'm going to have to pay?
1: Really, the I would say the most cost-effective way of getting that hands-on is really to go through a training class. You know, and it might seem a lot to take. You know, a, a five-day kind of intensive training course. But really, that's where you're going to learn kind of soup to nuts, everything you need to know. You'll get the training materials, the course materials. Uh, We offer it as a a download, so you can go through that kind of on your own uh, in a PDF document, get all the hands-on labs, get experience with the lab. It's probably going to be much more efficient for your time and cost-efficient for you to do a training course rather than try to do it on your own. But what
0: you're saying is the training course... Well, I mean, do I have to consume it in five days because it's live and instructor-led, or are these modules that I can go at my own pace?
1: So we we offer both. So we have virtual instructor-led training, which is a live five-day usually training course where you have access to that uh, remote lab equipment throughout the entire week. You have a live instructor who walks you through and and does lecture sections um, on each of of the topics in the course. Um, And then we also have E-learning or self-paced that is available on our website where you can go through on your own. So for example, ClearPass has 20-something e-learning modules that you actually watch as a prerequisite to even taking the training course with an instructor because there's so much background information you need to know about ClearPass. So we do a combination of both of those and some of the, a lot of the material there on the website is free. Mm -hmm. So it's a good place for people to go and kind of get started. Like I mentioned, the Wireless Land Fund fundamentals course is free on the on the website.
0: And then if I'm gonna pay for a class, can can you give me a sense of how much I'm in for?
1: Most of our five day training classes range from about fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars for that five day training course. The advantage of course of the instructor-led virtual training is that the candidate that's taking that or the student that's taking it then doesn't have to travel. So you reduce your travel costs because probably the price of the training course, you'd almost pay the same if you were traveling somewhere, right? With the hotel and the airfare and all of that.
0: Definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's why we try to offer that. And also it allows you some flexibility because, you know, you can take the of course, we have different time zones and all that. So if you can work out a time zone, maybe in the evening, and then you can still do some of your work during the day.
0: Now, let's say money is not a big concern for me. I'm just so wealthy and I want to build a home lab. Can you recommend what my minimum home a wire, a Aruba wireless lab would look like?
1: So I would recommend two of our 7000 series controllers. And again, you want to have a minimum of two controllers because you want to be able to do the multi-controller, redundant, scalable network. So the new 7000 series is great. seven thousand five
0: is a physical appliance as opposed to a VM.
1: That's correct. That's okay. correct. So, it is uh, a physical controller. 7,005 is kind of our small end controller. Supports the fewest number of APs, but certainly sufficient for you to, um, to, to do some learning. And then probably at least two, maybe three of our access points. The 225 is the latest access point that's 801 AC. Um, I probably recommend going with that. You know, Again, if money's no object to going with that type of uh, access point.
0: Is that So 802.11 AC, it's got, uh, I assume, uh, full MIMO, and uh, is it Wave 2 as well?
1: That 225 is just a Wave 1, but it is MIMO and uh, 802.11 AC.
0: And covers everything that I'm going to need to know for exams. It's got all the features that uh, I'd, I'd be quizzed on, if you will.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So all of those APs can be configured as remote APs, which is a, a big kind of component of the exam to have an a access point that's across the internet from its controller. So it can do all of the remote AP configuration and anything else you'd want to do in a campus environment.
0: Now you mentioned the online classes. Now what, what's my URL to, to figure that out, what those courses are?
1: So you can get all of the training and certification information from arubanetworks.com. And then if you go under the support link, you'll see training services and everything is in there.
0: Now, let's say I want to go brick and mortar and get Aruba training. You mentioned Atmosphere as the conference where I could get some training there. Um, is there other uh, venues I could go?
1: Yes, there are. We have training partners throughout the world that offer the training courses. The nice thing about Atmosphere, and again, the reason I really recommend it as a great place to get started, is you not only get the Aruba actual Uh, certification training courses, but we also, again, offer the exams there. And you also get kind of an insight into the new Aruba products that are coming out. So, um, I mean, Ethan, you know, having been there uh, the last year, you have uh, all these different breakout sessions and all of these different demos that are showing you the new products that Aruba has to offer.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, if you can get to an atmosphere, it was, it was a good conference. It, it certainly was. Okay, so now let's talk about exams. Um, I've done my studying. I've done my time. I'm, I'm, I'm slapping myself in the face, beating myself. I'm ready for this thing. Where am I going to go take this? You said Pearson View, So I assume it's the normal Pearson View registration process. Got to go online, pick the class, pay my money uh, to get registered for the test.
1: That's correct. That's correct. So any Pearson VUE testing center offers the associate and the professional level exams. And then for the expert level exams, we have the Exams offered in five different locations around the world, but basically they're in Sunnyvale, California, our headquarters. We offer them Hong Kong. We offer them in Germany. We offer them in Dubai. And so we have a regular schedule. Again, you can look at the Rubo Network's website to see the regular scheduled offerings for the expert level exams. And then of course, we also offer them always at the atmosphere conferences. So again, just to plug that because they're free there. Uh, yeah. Whereas they're normally $1,000 to $1,500 for that one-day exam.
0: But the lower-level exams through Pearson, how much are they?
1: Those exams are, again, depends on which exam you're taking, but somewhere between 125 and $250 uh, okay. for each of those exams.
0: And the style uh, of uh, testing—multiple choice and true/false and you know configlets or some such—that's
1: correct. That's correct. So you know, as you would take any, as I mentioned before, Novell exams, Microsoft exams, Cisco exams—they are multiple choice. We try not to do too many multiple answer. I know there's a lot of debate about those, right? The choose all that apply type questions. Oh, I hate those. Yes, (laughs) like Cisco's
0: really big on those these days. Uh, You hear seventeen choices. Pick the appropriate three. Oh, just die in a fire. I hate those questions. Anyway.
1: Right. There's four correct answers. Pick the most correct. Right. I, oh, I- Please be more
0: ambiguous because I can argue myself into any of these if I think hard enough.
1: Correct. So, so I'm involved in creating all the certification exam questions. And so we try to weed those out and not have too many of the, you know, choose multiple options. Um, sometimes we have to have a choose two out of five, you know, that, that has to kind of, uh, question lends itself to that. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're usually um, in the, you know, 50 to 70 questions, kind of a standard exam, about an hour and a half length. And again, you know, all multiple choice, uh, occasional true and false, or occasional, hey, look at this configuration screen, you know, which option would would you choose? All very... Uh, again, the professional level are all very interface-driven. So, how you configure things in the Aruba interface?
0: Got it. Sure. Now, some uh, Cisco exams have this sort of live sim kind of a feel to it. Do, does the do those configuration-oriented questions get into that level of detail, where it, I'm at some sort of a fake command line and I have to type in the right commands?
1: No, we don't do that. No, we don't do that. We just, uh, you know, we may give you a choice of different commands. And again, trying not to get too tricky and really making sure that we're testing um, the the exam objectives, that people really know how to do configuration as opposed to knowing the exact syntax of a command. Yeah.
0: Kimberly, here's a question that I didn't actually put in the outline, but just popped into my head. One of the topics that's hot in the Cisco uh, certification world in generally is the problem of brain dumps and people that can dig around on the internet and find the answers to all the questions before they t- go take the test. Do, have you guys had to deal with that on the Aruba side? Is there something you're doing to combat that sort of thing?
1: Yes, a couple of years ago, we started to see our exams popping up on those uh, types of sites. Right, the sites based out of Asia and um, you know some of the brain dump sites, and you know. Uh, Our team was was kind of pretty upset about it because obviously it's a lot of work to create those certification exams, but we also look at it as we are really creating an exam that has value out there. This is an exam that people are willing to basically cheat to acquire the certification. So that tells us that our certifications are very popular. It also tells us that they're pretty hard right? That you really have to know what you're doing. So what we did is we kind of established a a program of refreshing the exam pool of questions. So every few months we are changing out the questions that are in the pool uh, of of the exam. We've also obviously looked at some of our peer review testing centers. You know, we look at things like, hey, do they have a lot of people getting 100% on this exam all the time um, and try to uh, evaluate the testing centers and that there's not a leak there at the testing centers. But again, we found the best way is just to keep changing out the pool of questions <laughs> and making those fresh and making sure that they're looking at the latest <laughs> technology.
0: Well, of course, Cisco has done that. And now some of the questions are getting so esoteric. <laughs> You're sitting down going, I is that even a thing? Is that... <laughs> It gets crazy. Indeed, uh, indeed. Oh. It's, 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 it's an tough. arms race, right?
1: Absolutely. It's tough writing exam questions that are, that are fair and accurate and thorough. And we do a whole process within our team where we have some people writing questions and then other people evaluating them. And so we really try to make sure we are vetting those questions uh, fairly well. Well, it's sad.
0: I mean, the only way you could really truly avoid the whole cheating thing is if you uh, manually proctored every exam yourself with uh, an interview process and unique questions that you came up with just for that student based on the interview that you did in person, which doesn't scale. You couldn't possibly do that. You have to have a partner like Pearson VUE to deliver the exams, uh, or it would be impossible. The testing infrastructure wouldn't lend itself to being able to deliver certs at all.
1: Indeed, and and that's again, you know, we see this with any popular certification exams. There's going to be uh, people are trying to get around the system, and so oh. you know, we kind of see it as a positive thing. It means our certifications are carrying some weight. It means they mean something out there in the industry, and we're just going to do everything we can to try to fool those people that are using the brain dump sites and and are using the you know the, the where the tests are just out there for free.
0: Well, Kimberly, thank you for the overview of Aruba certifications. This has been great. A lot of folks listening to the show like certs, and so you know, widening their world of what certifications are available to them. This has been a great overview of what Aruba has to offer, and I think a lot of folks will appreciate the time you took. Because my goodness, you are a world traveler. You are all over the place. I tried to get you between the atmosphere conference when we started talking about recording this, and now you've been to i would lost track of how many times you're on a plane going to some other hemisphere. <laughs> Seem like now, are there any other? Uh, Uh, Books or resources or events you want to plug, the upcoming atmosphere conferences perhaps.
1: Yeah, sure, Ethan. The upcoming Atmosphere Conference, the, the next one we have is um, in Portugal. It's May 23rd through 27th, so here in about uh, a week or two. And yes, I'm super busy traveling around. I have to go to all the Atmosphere conferences and, again, deliver all these expert-level certifications, teach the training courses as well. And then we have been extremely busy with it um, Aruba HP integration, so we've been doing a lot of training of HP instructors to teach Aruba courses. The the demand for Aruba uh, training and certifications is just kind of exploding here uh, as we tap into the entire HP market. So um, so that's why I've been super busy on, on, my, uh, on my travels. But I would just uh, you know tell everybody you can get more information at the arubanetworks.com, which is our website. Also the community, which is community.arubanetworks.com, which is the Airheads forum. And you can follow me on Twitter, Kimberly A. Graves is my Twitter handle, and that's where you can get more information if you need to about the Aruba um, certifications.
0: Yeah, and how much do you tweet? I'm going to guess not a lot because you're just (laughs) that busy.
1: I usually tweet when I'm at the conferences and that's about it. Uh, You know, the rest of the time, I'm not, you know, people say, you're hired to tweeting. I said, well, I can't really tweet about a lot of the stuff I'm uh, doing. I'm writing exam questions. I'm, you know, uh, creating new certifications, creating new courses. There's not a lot I can tell you about that stuff.
0: (laughs) So it's probably the same for blogging too. I'm going to guess you can't write or blog very much either.
1: That's true because a lot of the things, you know, I'm talking about uh, dealing with new products. I'm right now, this past week, I've been working on AOS 8, which is our new uh, Aruba OS, so looking at evaluating what we're going to have to change in our certification program and in our courses, and again, I can't really talk too much about that because it's just a beta product right now, mm. so um, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm limited in what I can say on a lot of this uh, social media.
0: Well, fair enough. Uh, Kimberly, I hope to see you again in person at some point. It was great to meet you at Atmosphere, and thanks for taking the time today to record. Uh, The audience appreciates it, and thank you for listening to Packet Pushers today. You can find this and many more fine, free, technical podcasts along with our community blog at packetpushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at Packet Pushers. You can find us on LinkedIn. You can like us on Facebook, and please rate us on iTunes. We do appreciate it when you do that. Last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.